one. All right. Hello. Suicide Logs, episode 170. We are here with the author that I have been talking about for uh, the past two weeks. I'm here with Megan Dara. She is from Ireland. And uh, she, I, how many books have you written? Five or three? Yeah, I've published five. Yeah. Five books. She's published five books. And she was, she's uh, only 23 or 22, right? You were born in 1999. Yes, so I That's... published the first book, I think, when I was 21. So it was like right before my birthday. My birthday is in February, and I published the book in like January 2021. So I was like just before my 22nd birthday. Wow. That's very impressive to me, <laughs> at least. I don't like, I don't know. You're so young and you've had five books. How mm-hmm. long How long did it take? Like, what age was it when you decided, I want to publish a book? Because I feel like it takes a lot of you know, uh, I guess for an example, if you were to make music or something, you wanted to make like an album or a mixtape. I feel like that would require a lot of work, a lot of Mm -hmm. licensing. Maybe it's a little different out in Ireland where you're from, but um, I don't know. Kind of walk me through that if you don't mind. Uh, Oh, basically when I was like a wee kid, I read a lot and I still do read a lot. Um, So I was like wanting to be an author then because I thought it would be like really a really fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. But like because I'd heard of all these traditional um published authors, they were saying they got like hundreds of rejections, and that just really put me off. And then like a few years ago, my friend had told me about self-publishing. And at this point, I was just like writing for fun. And then uh like when the pand- eh, pandemic started, uh like in March 2020 was like the first lockdown in Ireland, and um so that was like when I started writing and I like left my job for a few months because my parents are in their 60s so I was like worried about them getting COVID um so I like left my job and I thought uh why not turn something I love into like a sort of a part-time-ish job where I could make some money from it so that was like why I started writing was like to make a bit of money because I realized I could do like self-publishing and like you don't get rejected or anything. Yes, you, you just have to do all stuff yourself or like get help from people and stuff. Um, so that's like pretty much why I decided to do self-publishing. So, so it was a little bit about getting money, like a little. You, you thought you could mm-hmm. make a little bit of extra money doing it. Wow, that's. I I I feel like you'd be con- that's that's confidence right there for me. If I wanted to publish a book, I was like, I gotta do this because I want to do it for fun. I know I'm not gonna make money on this because <laughs> like this podcast, like yeah, I guess it it makes sense. So your your first book was published uh, when the pandemic started, huh? Oh no, it was published in January 2021. Yeah. Oh okay. Oh, but it was like the, it, it but, took a while to write and then edit. Right, right. But what I mean is the pandemic is kind of what sparked you Mm -hmm, to really get that extra push to publish your first book. It's kind of kind of like with me, uh, the podcast, like I started doing this podcast, like I kind of had it started kind of like how you said that you were writing um, Mm -hmm. a little here and there. But when the pandemic started, you're like, let's make it official. So that's kind of like with me, I was doing like videos and stuff. But then the pandemic happened. I was like, okay, let me get off. Let me get on a platform. So Mm -hmm. that's cool. It's like, I think I was talking with a friend of mine uh, when this all started, the pandemic first started. He was talking about, do you think um, 
you know, everybody being locked inside and stuff like that is going to start like a new renaissance or whatever. Like everyone's just going to be so focused on art and making things. And a part of me was kind of like, nah, I think people are going to be focused on surviving. <laughs> but here I am two years later talking to a, a new author, a pandemic author, right? Yep. <laughs> pandemic podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to ask you? Um so what what were you doing um as your job if you don't mind me asking what was your normal job before i was in retail so i didn't i didn't really like it to be honest right uh, like really boring stuck the shelves and stuff um and then like november 2021 i got a job with like as a youth worker and i'm still there and i really enjoy it that's great that's great and your books are um fiction right i i haven't read any I apologize, but I did. I did look you up on Amazon. Uh, do you have audiobooks, by the way? No, because I think you have to like. It's really weird. You have to get someone to narrate the book, and mm-hmm. then I think that costs a lot of money, and I have no idea how you do any of it. So, huh. yeah. Would you? I've I've had this idea before, but I never went through with it. I kind of want to share uh, my opinion on reading too, by the way. But I'll get to that later. Um, would you mind if I read some of your books on the podcast and just post oh, the, posted so cool. them up? Yeah, that'd be really cool. Like, uh, I think I, I looked up one of your books and it's like 400, 500 pages. Is that around how many pages your books are? I think they're more around 200 or a bit less than 300 oh, maybe. Okay. Huh. I'm trying to think like how long would it take for me to read two to 300 pages like in, in hours like straight? Like how long do you think that would take? I have no idea. Man. Like, okay, so the, the book that sticks out to me the most was your most recent one about, um, I, I apologize, I don't remember the name. I should have looked it up before I got back in here, but I do know the premise of it. Um, it's, about, it's about a robot, mm-hmm. right? It's about a woman who falls in love with a robot that yeah. is um, like, she, she, what is she romantically in love with it, right? Or romantically involved mm-hmm. with like, um, a robot but she also fears that the robot might turn against her because um mm-hmm. uh it's happening around the world right like other people yeah yeah so can tell me more tell me, i'm interested so like hannah is from ireland and it's like set in bali castle uh, which is where i love holidaying and well it's where my mom grew up as well and so like robots are real and they've like become a lot more advanced and they're like very human-like and so she goes and buys this robot because she's like saved up money to buy uh the new series that has like just come out and then um like it shows their relationship progressing and like the stuff that's going on around the world like with these free robots and uh because they've been like reprogrammed to be like free and have emotions and stuff so it's mainly like the robots are only attacking back because um like the humans are like trying to kill them destroy them sort of so it's more like they're acting out in self-defense and it just like shows how all that goes on and like there's protests of riots and stuff going all on all over the world and stuff is there like a subliminal message in that whole thing about do, do you think that could be true do you think in the future that's how things could be like I don't know. I feel like if you're going to be writing something for and, and spending a lot of time in it, you have to have like a little bit of um, 
reality or like your actual beliefs kind of pushed onto it? Or do you try to just put your personal things aside and try to think what's going to, what's a story that's going to make me money? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just write what I kind of want to write, like whatever I'm like finding inspiring in the moment. Um, and so I, I suppose it's because I love robots. Like um, as a kid, I watched the movie iRobot. And then like last year, I read the books. Um, I finished those now and I really enjoyed those. And so I think that kind of like inspired me a little bit. And also I really liked the video game Detroit Become Human. So it was like kind of using all these like different forms of inspiration. I, I didn't hear you. You like the what of human? I'm sorry. Oh, Detroit Become Human. It's a video game on the PlayStation. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever heard of that. There's, there's, oh, so I, there's iRobot books. Like I know the iRobot yes. movie with Mil- Will Smith, but I didn't know that. So that's based off a book, huh? Yeah, it's really oh. good. I like you- short stories, but it's not very similar to the film. There's like only a few little bits that are like the same. Do you like oh, books? Characters. Do you like books better than movies? I don't know. I love both. You like both? Like, like yeah. <laughs> are you one of those people like? you're a big fan of the book, like, uh, I don't know, Hunger Games or something. And then when you watch the movie, you're like, they didn't include this. That That's not how it happened in the book. Or- <laughs> so I actually try and watch the movie and then read the book because then ah. I'm really, like disappointed by the movie. Got so I try and do that sometimes because then like the book just adds in a whole load of extra stuff. And it's like more information, which I think is really cool. What what kind of books uh, inspired you growing up? Like what 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 did you like to read? I loved uh, books by Michael Moore Pogo. He like he writes really sad books like about animals and stuff. Mm. Um, I also read the Goosebumps books. Oh yeah, love Goosebumps, love Goosebumps. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There was just a whole lot of random books that I read that I can't even remember right now. But they were like the two standout books. Yeah, so Harry Harry Potter fan. I haven't read those, but I've watched the movies. Oh, you so. haven't read Harry Potter? <laughs> no. Uh, but do you like the movies at least? Yeah, I do. I really like the movies. Okay. What about um, a series of unfortunate events? I, I used to read those a lot growing up. I think my mom read the first one to me and a bit of the second. And then I think, I don't know why, but I think I kind of either got bored of it or got too busy to read it. I don't really know what happened. Right. So is it would your genre that you like to read is fiction or do you like to just read anything? Like, what are you, what are you currently reading right now? Oh, I'm reading like horror books. Wow. Uh, I'm reading... Like, do you know Dragon Age games? Dragon Age games. They're so good. Um, anyway, I'm reading a book that's like based off of like the video game. Uh, I'm reading the first Jurassic Park book because I watched the movie like millions of times. Man, I feel so dumb. Wait, you're telling me they had a Jurassic Park book before they had a movie? Yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park's based off a book? Yeah. Man, man, yeah. you learn something new every day. That's crazy. Wow uh i'm reading electric kingdom which my sister bought for my birthday uh it's like post-apocalyptic thing um oh and then i need to start reading gangster granny it's by david williams so it's like a kid's book um i i i picked up a book in what year was it 2021 and it's a book called monster Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who it's by, but it came out in like 2004, 2005. And it's about like, um, this couple and it's this very like machismo, like macho guy and his wife, uh, who's his wife is kind of like on the, um, you know, she's not really an outdoorsy girl. Um, mm-hmm. 
she she plays it safe but the the guy is just so i don't know if he's like ex-military or something but he like drags her to this um to this uh how do i say it not a forest uh i'm i'm having a brain fart they go hiking basically but like in at like a like a national park yeah that's what it is and um his wife gets taken away by a monster you don't know what it is um and it's like it's pretty cool like and and the thing about it that i that really made me a little bit more interested that kind of stuck out is that there's like pages between each chapter that show the map of the uh the national park so you get a good estimate of like how far they are from like the cabin and things like Mm -hmm. that and so i think the book is maybe like 300 400 pages and i got to about page 50 and i just uh (laughs) never finished it oh no Uh, but that's i don't know it's just like it's on my mind but i just kind of like i don't know i'm kind of like that with movies when i start something i don't know if it's because i've watched so many movies read so many books but it's like once i start it i kind of get a gist of how it's gonna end and most mm-hmm. of the time when I when I get to the end, I'm like, yep, I knew something like that would happen. It's very rare where I watch a movie and uh, or, or read a book. But I, I want to say watch a movie because I watch more movies and read books mm-hmm. where something really like throws me off. And I, I think I know what's going to happen, but it's not like um, off the top of my head. Uh, um, this movie called Get Out. Have you heard of that movie? Oh, yeah, I watched it. That one. I remember watching that in theaters kind of thinking, oh, yeah, this is I know what's going to happen. And then um, I still don't even really actually remember the ending and all of that. But it wasn't what I thought it was. And that really like blew my mind. And I haven't I probably get like one of those movies every year (laughs) out of like 50. Um, So there's that book. And then I've got this other book that I finished probably one of like the last like adult books I'd say I really enjoyed. Um, I think it's called Are You Afraid of the Dark by Sidney Sheldon. And it's it's about um what, what do they call it? The 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 KGB, but it's really like the FBI. And oh. it's just it's all about like the government being in on shit. And uh it's been a really long time since I read it, but that one really blew my socks off. And those are like the two books that I just kind of have sitting in my house where if I were to talk about books, I'd pull those two out and be like, those are the ones that these are great books. <laughs> but I don't know. What, what what else do you like to do besides uh, um, writing? And- uh, I like video games, watching TV and movies. That's pretty much it. <laughs> do you feel like, do you ever feel like tired when you're making books? Like, oh, I need a break. I'm burnt out or something. A wee bit, but not often. Like, uh, I usually write for maybe like an hour or two, sometimes four, sometimes more, uh, like during the night. And if I need a break, I just, you know, go and do something else on my phone, like play a game or like go on Reddit or whatever. Right. Um, so, I mean, if I'm getting bored or whatever, I'll just stop. But the thing I really don't like is edit, and that's the thing I absolutely do not like. Like uh, reading? Yeah, I just find that really, really boring. Right. So, like, I'm, yeah. That's, that's why I have to do it in like little bits now. Like once I finish a chapter, I like edit it the next day so it doesn't like build up. Because when I used to be like leaving it until the end, it ends up taking me like six months to edit the whole thing. Mm. So that just didn't work for me because then I was like bored to tears. 
Yeah, one day, you know, when when the books are are best selling and all of that, you you'll be able to hire a an editor. That's the dream, mm-hmm. right? So you can yeah. just kind of have your ideas flow, and you ain't got to worry about double spacing those periods, capitalization, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Because it's like, um, how do I say this? This might be a little off topic, but this is just what came to my head. I done. I got a letter in the mail from um, somebody in my family who's in the military right now. And um, I don't know when, when somebody's, I've I've had a lot of friends and family that well, mainly friends go to the military and Mm -hmm. uh, for years, I'd always write them letters and stuff. And the only form of communication is through letters. And I don't know why I don't maybe because it has something to do with like the government or whatever, but I'm always like, I want to have like the best punctuation. (laughs) I want, like, I just don't want to seem like unprofessional. This person's in the military. Yes, sir. This, (laughs) yes, sir. That. And so I write them a letter and now they have something new. Um, The fucking future robots are taking over. Um, You can just like email them now. I don't know how it works, but there's like an app for people in the military and you just kind of like type it out, send it to them. So I'm over here trying to write this man an essay and he sends me back like a crumpled up piece of paper. Like, you know, when you have like a spiral notebook and you rip it out and the, the things are still at the edge of the paper. It was like that. And, you know, he's spelling you with the letter U. He's spelling no as in K-N-O and all of this. And I'm just like, uh, I, I still know what he's saying, <laughs> you know, like yeah. and so and sometimes I think it'd be kind of funny if somebody just published a book and there's a bunch of grammatical errors and things oh, like that. Wow. Like, oh, we get the point. That was a good story. Yeah, you kind of you got a little bit of technical things here but i still know what you mean <laughs> yeah, that does happen sometimes because it's like a thing that people complain about is like self-published authors having all these like typos and errors and stuff so right. it's like why self-publishing has a bit of a like a a bad stigma or something around it whereas like that's like some people see traditional publishing is more i don't know what the word is but like better because uh it's it like comes off more it's more professional yeah i say it's because you have to go through like those people and they have to like accept the manuscript and then all that stuff so people they, see it as, like, better they want stuff. i'm getting all conspiracy theories they, they just want us to follow the rules you know it's like yeah. they want they want to keep everything in line like how it used to be but it's like languages always change you know um mm-hmm. Uh, wor- there's new words that get made up not yeah. too many years ago emojis weren't even a fucking thing and i, I think it's like you know we're always going to communicate uh, they, they just kind of want like why does it really fucking matter if you double space after a period uh-huh. you know we know what you fucking mean yeah. <laughs> and um i had another question uh what was it oh, oh so like okay do you ever like you're not in writing mode you tell me you, you know you spend like an hour or two a day or something of writing do you ever just do you ever just like have an idea kind of come to you out of nowhere? Like maybe you're washing the dishes, you're at work and you're like, oh, that would be good for my story. Like it just seems how do I say it, it just seems a little different when you're writing a book because I feel like there's so much to follow. Do you know what I mean? Like, OK, an example like for me, I like to make music um, like if, if I make a song or something. A song is way shorter than a book. A song is like Mm -hmm. two to three minutes long. So I feel like it'd be a lot easier for someone like me to just have an idea in my head pop up like, oh, shit, that rhymes. 
we'll write, we'll write it down and put it for later. But it's like, if you're writing a book about robots taking over the world, you can't just like, you know, four weeks after having that idea, be like, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of cool if the robots like start their own business. And <laughs> like, that's a whole nother book right there. Yeah. Right. So I, I and, and it kind of comes with just, you know, not being able to finish books and shit. Maybe I've got a little bit of ADHD. I don't know. So I guess I just kind of admire the focus it takes to stay on one subject for a while. That's that's pretty cool to me. So it's like, I mean, maybe it comes really natural to you, but I guess I don't know. Just want to remind a uh, a fellow artist in their own craft, like that's you know maybe because it's so normal to you, you probably just uh, forget that not everybody thinks like you. But that that that's a gift, you know. And maybe and I don't. I, this is my first time talking to you or anything, but you know, um, do you ever get like discouraged? Do you ever get discouraged when you're writing a book? Like ah this is like, no one's going to read this. There's, there's so many other people writing books. Like what's the point, you know, you ever get like that? Uh, maybe a wee bit, but I mean, see, I write mainly because I find it fun. Yeah. Um, That's good. But like I get discouraged, like either bad reviews or when I like publish a new book and it doesn't do too well because that happened like um to have like four books that are like, well, there's one that's, the first book is rehabilitated and then there's a sequel to that second outbreak and the second book did not do as well and that kind of like discouraged me a bit um so just Se- stuff sequels like that. never do better than the original don't <laughs> don't be too hard on yourself um, Thank you. uh but yeah just stuff like that that's like the only two things that would really usually yeah. discourage me from writing it seems but normal mainly, though it's, it's, yeah it's, it seems like you've got your head on your show sorry for interrupting oh you're you just, all right you sound like you you're normal you know you sound like yeah there's things that could discourage you about not getting good reviews but you still tell yourself at the end of the day hey i'm doing this for fun right yeah you know? pretty much it's just you know some people just get so locked in in especially in like the music industry or something everybody just wants to be like like i don't know if i got if i had to put it in in book words or something it's like ah one day i'm gonna be jk rowling one day, one day people are going to be making movies about my books. And then in the future, they're going to, they're going to be like, what? That, that movie was a book. <laughs> I mean, That's the dream. Everybody's got a dream. There's nothing wrong yeah. with dreaming. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I guess uh, it's about not getting too uh, caught up in it and letting it take over your life. But mm-hmm. it, it sounds good. You know, you have a job. <laughs> you uh some people kind of throw everything away and they just take big risks but it's like hey you published five books in in two years you know and with a job and you're only like you're only 20 i'm sorry 22 23 23 like a, a few weeks ago oh, happy February. birthday <laughs> happy you. belated birthday do you um um oh what happened to your foot you told me uh for those of you listening the one of the reasons why she canceled this because she hurt her foot she said she's been sleeping a lot <laughs> yeah uh so what happened was i was getting into my shower i think my mom had had a shower the day before sorry i'm blaming her but anyway <laughs> and basically i think she didn't wash away like the shampoo or something so it was like really slippy and oh. like there's like you kind of have to step up to get into my shower a little bit so yeah. i kind of like slid forward a bit the front of my foot like whacked into the wall and I think I kind of like twisted hit the like the inner ankle 
and then mm. I like fell must from a bit backwards and like the heel is like skin like there's a cut there like skin was oh. turning off a little bit it's not major mm. uh so I could like barely walk but it's a lot better like today and it was better like yesterday so I'm walking a lot better now <laughs> so was it more of a cut or was it more of like a twist in your ankle or both I think both like there's bruises like all over and like even a bit of my like lower leg like my shin is a bit bruised as well oh wow yeah foot injuries suck because you that's like the base of your body you need it Mm -hmm. you need it for everything i know i fractured my ankle when i was like five oh so since you since you injured your foot did you have more time to just like write and stuff are you currently writing anything are you working on anything yes i'm writing at the moment a like young adult supernatural romance thing so it has like vampires werewolves zombies mermaids and then like normal humans whoa that's a lot that's a <laughs> that's walking dead mixed with you said mermaid so little mermaid <laughs> and then you said hold on what was the first thing you vampires said and werewolves. vampires and werewolves twilight. yeah so twilight yes. meets walking dead <laughs> Do you like the Twilight books? Oh, fan- witches as well, actually. There's witches. Witches. Yep. <laughs> this is so many. Do, yes, you, do, I do, wh- like- do you do witchcraft? No. Are you into that? Are you no. religious? Not really, no. I, like, okay. So, where from Ireland are you from? Uh, Like, Northern Ireland, sort of near Belfast. Oh, okay. I, it, like, I... I, I've been wanting to ask this, but I just feel like it's going to come off dumb, but I just got to like bite the bullet and sound dumb for a quick second. But I mean, I feel like most Americans probably think this, like, do you guys have another language that's not English? I feel like you do. Like there's oh. another man. <laughs> like, okay. Down South, they have Irish, but I don't speak that language. So we don't really learn it. Oh yeah. I, I only know like three Irish people and one of them's Conor McGregor and <laughs> Uh, he was like doing some interview where he was like speaking another language and everybody was like, Oh, impressed that he knew like some old Irish language or something like that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, they, do, they do like learn it down south, but or actually they learn it some place in Northern Ireland, but just not where I, around where I live. And yeah. uh, so I don't know any Irish, but I know a bit of French. Oh, wow. That's not cool. much, though. I forgot most moments about asking. <laughs> it's good. It's just, and maybe you'll write a book in French one day. <laughs> like a french romance novel just throw some french into your new uh romance novels we got werewolves we got mermaids we got french people mm. sorry taking a water break so yeah my podcast is mainly just like a comedy podcast i usually just try to make my guests giggle and shit but uh i also consider it <clears throat> like a little bit of a mental health podcast and through the years of doing this and so many episodes of laughing, we, there's always times where we get a little serious. I uh, just like, I don't know. I, I guess my question would be, would you, would you consider um, writing something uh, maybe like therapeutic or something like, do you think it's good for your mental health? Like, what do you think you would be doing if you didn't have writing in your life or being an author? Like what else What's well, like number two of what could be, something that you invest your time in and things like that i suppose just the leisurely things i enjoy doing like video games and stuff i've been playing like a lot of the horizon forbidden west recently like i just get up play it for hours and then like watch a bit of tv um i suppose just that stuff Hmm. 
What kind? What game consoles do you play? Uh, okay, well, I have a lot. I've got the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, but I don't really use it. The GameCube, the original Xbox. Um, oh, no, wait, a computer. Uh, the Wii and the Wii U. I oh, wow. It sounds a lot like your novel. It's got, like, a whole lot of everything in it. Yeah. Um. What kind? Like, so what kind of games do you play? Like, just like, uh, how do I say it? It sounds like from what uh, what you're telling me, it's like MMORPGs kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're my favorite. Like Dragon Age is like my absolute favorite. I like Skyrim. Then pretty much like Until Dawn, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. I like a lot of the PlayStation games. You see, I got it like a year or two, no, maybe two or three years ago. I don't know. But ever since I got it, I've been like playing loads of those games. I like the Spider-Man game as well. Hmm. Uh, I like Sims, but I haven't played it in a while. Oh. There's just loads of games, like a, a huge variety, and like FIFA as well. I like it. You said FIFA? Yeah. So are you into sports too? Like, do you watch sports? Yeah, I, w- I watch those sports. Uh, I used to do jiu-jitsu. Oh, I wow. used to do swimming before the pandemic, basically everything before the pandemic. Um, well, I suppose at work I do a bit of basketball and football sometimes, but not like really competitively or anything. Dang, you do everything. <laughs> it's kind of... I mean, maybe you just kind of dabble in everything, but that's still, yeah. it's still a lot to kind of yeah. put in. It kind of, it kind of makes sense with the books. <laughs> just, I know, I just, I like those different things. Do you ever feel like you get into a lot of new things? Like, um, um, I don't know, like for me, it feels like every year I, I, there's something new that either I get back into or something completely new that I kind of get into. Or, but there's some times where I just kind of feel like, oh, my my schedule is booked. I don't have time for new interests. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I suppose last year, uh, November, I think it was, I started watching like Squid Game. So I became, become really like into K-dramas and I watch those of those. Squid Games. That was a, do you ever like watch a movie or read a book and you kind of get mad at yourself? Like, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, do you know the movie The Lobster? The whatster? The Lobster. The Lobster. Uh, what's it about? Do you know uh, Colin Farrell? He's actually an Irish actor. I- I've heard of him, yeah. He is in it, and essentially they go to this like hotel or something, and they have to, I think it's so weird, but they had to find like uh, a partner and get married or something. Uh, and if they didn't do that, they were like turned into an animal or something weird it was so weird or they were like out in the forest and had to like run away from these people who were hunting them it was really weird but I basically had an idea years ago very similar to that and um like I remember it was like when he was all around Morton talking about it and I was just like oh my god that was like my book idea it was so weird yeah I I I kind of have an idea I think I've heard of the lobster though by the way I think is it an older movie Mm, not that well it's like 2014 2015 maybe okay i think i was it on netflix i don't think so no oh i think i've is it true like like streaming services and stuff like that are different like in ireland that are just like in different countries in general like i hear like the uk's version of netflix is different and if you want to get what they have on the uk you have to like i don't know um I'm no computer nerd. You, you have to do something with a server or like get some different account so you could 
unlock whatever they they show you in the UK. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's like a VPN, I think, which like yeah, right, right, allows right, right. you to go to like a your I think it changed your IP address or something weird to another country yeah. so you can like watch the shows in different so, countries. Yeah, it's, it, like, it's just like we would in the UK we've had like different shows basically than some of the ones in America. Like uh, I remember when I like traveled to America uh, in December like the shows that I had been watching were like not in the American one but then they had like movies that we didn't have like over here in the UK um so it's just like a few differences but not that many well I, I don't like that though like why can't we all um, just why can't we just have everything in one catalog yeah. we're, pay, we're paying for this shit like why why is it that I get to watch things that you can't watch like do you get on your side of the planet is, is there like a lot of videos that come up on social media or something and it'll just be like sorry this video is not available in your country not usually but i remember like anytime sometimes like when i want to watch winter x games and they have like a youtube channel mm-hmm. that doesn't allow me to watch them because i'm not in america which is like a bit annoying but it doesn't happen a lot yeah it, it seemed for me too it seems to be a lot of like sporting events i, I wonder why that is i don't know no idea or like i think do you know what better call Saul? Yeah, it sounds a little familiar. Yeah, it's on that. Oh, better call, better call Saul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaking yeah. Bad. Breaking Bad. Yes. Uh, I think they have like, a few short videos on YouTube, and I can't get them because they only allow them like in America, so it's a bit annoying. That's weird. It's it, it, um, it obviously, of course, it has something to do with money, but it's like, don't yeah. they have a fucking enough money? Like, <laughs> it's like, what does it matter, dude? People are trying to. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Don't tell me Breaking Bad was a book before it was a TV show, please. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't think it I don't think it was because I've like heard some stuff about the um the writer for it and it seemed like it was all his original plan. Like there's something about Breaking Bad. You've watched Breaking Bad, right? Yeah. Something about the fifth season. A lot of people say they don't like the fifth season or how it ended. Um, and I heard like in some kind of interview or something that the guy didn't know how to end it. Okay. So no spoiler alerts, even though it's like 10 years later, but, uh, <laughs> it did, like, I could, I could see how it was like a little anticlimactic or it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, that's it. And now with all these shows, like better call Saul and, um, the, the Jesse Pinkman spinoff and stuff like mm-hmm. it just seems like they're milking it. Oh, it always kind of seems like that with everything. Like it uh, seems like Disney's milking the fuck out of Star Wars, um, the Marvel universe. They're just making like uh, seventeen different Spider Mans. I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's like for me because I'm like slightly older. It's just like I'm tired of it. Like it's been around for so long. Like I don't know. Like I, I think you're you're around the age to maybe feel the same way I do. Like. Like uh, Spider Man and Star Wars, let's go with that. I love them though. <laughs> I'm happy to watch more. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. But I guess it's just kind of, it's it's kind of weird. Like it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Just I remember being like five, six years old and being introduced to Spider Man and Star Wars. But as, I yeah. guess those things came out way before my time. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe I'm just being a little selfish about it. But it's like we're in 2022 and it's like nothing new has came out we're still doing the uh, spider-man shit it just feels yeah. i guess it's kind of cool in a way like i'm trying to think i seen like a little kid one day and they were playing 
with Beyblades. Do you know what Beyblades are? Yeah. Yeah, this kid was playing with Beyblades, and I was just like, you guys still do that? Like, I was playing with Beyblades when I was young, too. And it's just, it just seems to be that there are more things that kind of, like, come into the future than there was back then. Like, I remember when Beyblades are brand new, and that was a new thing. It's like 20 years later, it's still it's still kicking and Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon cards. Yeah. It's just, it's, I guess, I guess it's a little comforting. Like, I don't want to sound too much. Like I'm against it. Like we need new shit, but it's, it's super nostalgic. And, but yeah. it, it, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know how to feel about it. It just feels like, oh. are we out of ideas? <laughs> yeah. The thing I don't like is dude, you know, like the Disney, but like make them live action. I find that really weird. Like the Lion King, Mm. all right but like see the original i loved it and i was just like why are they like remaking this into live action like there's no need right it's because they wanted to get the big stars on it like beyonce i like i liked it actually i really like that live action lion king one weird thing about me is like man i have no memories of watching lion king like i love it so much I, i i'm trying to did i have it I had it on like VHS or something, but I just, I don't remember watching it. So, and I don't, I didn't remember the story of Lion King. So when I was watching the live action movie a couple of years, it was like brand new to me. It was like my first time watching Lion King. Uh, but I, I was like that a lot with, with certain Disney movies. But uh, if I, back to writing books and stuff like that, if if I were want, if I wanted to write a book from a complete white belt of writing books, mm-hmm. what what do you suggest for someone like me? Like, what what are your big tips, or maybe something that um, you wouldn't know about? I guess what I've gotten from you so far is like, you know, editing could be super tedious. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Do you have any like? What's your secret? Like, what's your secret with coming stuff up? I feel like you kind of. It's just a it's just a go with whatever your gut feels or go whatever you want kind of thing. it's got it's like i'm asking you how do i be creative <laughs> you know under your rules yeah oh, i just get ideas from like anything like conversations sometimes uh watching tv shows and movies video games dreams uh what was that one? Oh, video games did i mention that i don't know i just get them from loads of different like places um yeah I think it's good to try and write like most days um maybe even like five days a week and then like the weekend break or whatever um because I think it's like important to get into a routine and like sometimes like at the start I'll be inspired but then I'll get bored but I have to keep writing anyway so I finish the book because otherwise I'd never finish the book which would not be good um well Oh, yeah, like, if you don't write, like, don't feel too guilty because, like, the past few days I haven't been writing as much because, like, my foot was making me, like, tired. So I was having to, like, go to bed way earlier than I would normally go to sleep at. And, like, yeah. So just don't feel guilty if you can't write uh, because that happens sometimes. And what else? Like, don't get discouraged by criticism uh, because that could happen sometimes. Like, I think when I, like, started writing properly, I got a bit of criticism on my book and I was like, no, I won't write this anymore. <laughs> then I left it for a while. Um, well, I still haven't gone back to it, but it's fine. Um, see, I don't get discouraged by criticism because that can happen, but uh, it's just like, 
what I do when I get criticism now is look at it and then I first of all I disagree with them. I'm like no they're completely wrong <laughs> and then I'm like like show me your book you fucking written <laughs> <laughs> and leave it a day or two and then I'm like okay actually maybe they have a point and I like try and fix it so I think those would be like my main bits of advice oh also actually sorry just remember uh like you also need to figure out whether you're like more of a planner or like punster so like a planner is when you plan everything out before you start writing and that punster is like basically you write and figure out as you go along i'm like a bit in the middle because i plan it out a bit but i don't always stick to the plan uh, and i know like some people if they plan it they end up getting bored of the story uh or there's some people who like just can't figure out where to go if they don't plan it so yeah just figure out where you are on that spectrum really so you feel you feel like you're a little bit of both on this spectrum yeah because like i'll do a little bit of a plan and then like as i'm writing new like ideas will come to me uh like maybe i intended a character to be nice and then like no actually they'd be better as a bit of a villain uh or like i think of an extra scene that should be added or sometimes it happens where i'm like writing and then the next chapter i see the plan and that's like oh this has already happened so i'll just take that chapter out and stuff Man, I feel like this is the most I've ever wanted to write a book in my life. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I guess I, I feel like I should finish a book before I even finish reading a book before I start mm-hmm. thinking about writing a book. That's but probably it, a good idea. <laughs> it's just like, it just seems like such a big commitment, like to mm-hmm. a big, like when it comes to art, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, uh, if you're painting a picture, that's one page of art. You know, when you're writing a book, that's hundreds of pages. And I just feel yeah. like if you're, <laughs> I feel like if I were to write a book and I'm like 20 pages in, I'm like, I got, you better fucking finish this. You're 20 pages in. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. Like for me, if I were to make something like a song or even like an idea, there is also an idea I want to share with you that I think I want your opinion on, but it's like, I I have so many throwaway things in my phone. Like if everything I thought of that I wanted to come out came out, I have like so much things, but I just, there's there's so many things I start and never finish, but I feel like a book is Mm -hmm. just so like, and I feel like I'd be all over the place. I feel like if I started a book, I'd be like, yeah, I want to write a horror book. And by the end of it, it's Uh like, that was a comedy. (laughs) um, But my idea is, um, I have an idea for a reality TV show. Have you, uh, I was just watching this last night. They came out with the second season. Have you heard of the show Love is Blind? Yeah, I've like seen bits of it on Google Walks, but I've never actually watched like a full episode of it. Oh, okay. It's a, it's basically, it's like people are like trying to find their, their wife or husband, but Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't get to see um, what they look like. Hence being blind. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to do, okay, I don't know if you're too young for this, but do you remember a show on MTV called Room Raiders? No, I've never watched that. Okay, so Room Raiders, it was this show, like, what, it was a game show, reality TV show, I don't know, on MTV. And basically, it's like, um, let's, let's take, it, it's like one girl, right? Um, she's hot, and um, she wants to date somebody but she doesn't know what they look like. And there's like four or five different guys and they raid the room, hence the name room Raiders, but they, they go into the room like unexpected. So it's like, say I'm on this dating show and I'm trying to like, you know, 
get on it, but they have no idea. So when I'm not at home, they go into my house, they go into my room and they like look at what my room is to kind of get a gist of who I am. And Uh that is what determines if the girl, you know, whoever had the best room, the most impressive room, that's who the girl is going to try to girl or guy try to um, pursue. And so I have an idea. I wanted to call it algorithm raiders. And so instead of like raiding somebody's room, we mm-hmm. raid their YouTube account and we just we just look at what's recommended. You know, when you log uh-huh. into YouTube and like yeah. it's like shit when you subscribe to someone on YouTube, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. They just like they just um, recommend within the algorithm of shit that you look up. So I wanted to make a show where it's like somebody has like, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes where they just look through a bunch of people's like YouTube recommendations <laughs> and they just use that to decide on like who they wanted to pursue. So what do, what do you think about that? <laughs> I think it sounds interesting, but I don't know how they're going to get on the person's YouTube channel. Would you, what, you don't know what? How they're going to like get on the person's oh, okay. YouTube channel. So like, okay, let's say if I'm like directing it and everything, I'll have this laptop that I'm using and every I'll have like everybody log into their account uh-huh. right and then they leave and they have no idea i'm just like you have to do this as part of the show i'll pay you whatever and then uh-huh. when they all leave the girl or the guy comes in and they look through all of the accounts and they just scroll and then i'll kind of be filming and just like so what do you think about this person's like oh this person likes mm-hmm. fucking funny cat videos they probably like cats or uh this person has a lot of video games recommended to them they're a gamer and then they just kind of go from there and um yeah that's about how it would work out would you do that show would you ever be on a show like that i don't see why not what are, i mean is, most, of, most of my recommendations are just video game stuff or like maybe movie clips or something so what would you want to are you are you in the like what is your status in the dating world are you a white belt are you are you unemployed are you looking i'm single are you employed but so, yeah, I haven't been dating for a while, but I have quite a bit of experience. Mm. What would you want to see in somebody? Like, what's the perfect algorithm on someone's YouTube that you'd want to see? I suppose just like similar interests. Because like you could end up finding some really creepy stuff on someone's YouTube and you're just like, no. <laughs> right, right. And what would that be? What would creepy stuff be? I don't know. Like, if they're looking up weird stuff. Do, do you think it'd be unattractive if you saw like a guy... And it's just like constant, like um, self-improvement videos. Like all that's recommended to them is like how to get a girl to talk to you, how to make girls yeah. laugh and shit like yeah, that. that. No, that's a no. <laughs> that Isn't that kind of crazy though? How it's like somebody who's like super dedicated and like really willing to like better themselves and try and get yeah. a relation, but it like works in the opposite of their favor. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I think that too. I just like, same thing with a girl, you know, I just feel like people mm-hmm. who are like that in that algorithm are just like overthinkers, I guess. Yeah. Would you consider yourself an overthinker or are you kind of a, a more... little bit? Yeah. yeah. And, how, and how so? Like, I can't think of an example right now, but I do know I overthink things. I suppose if someone says something to me and then I like can't figure out the meaning, maybe. Or maybe, I'm like criti- maybe like criticism. We'll yeah get, get to you a little bit yeah i don't know i just overthink sometimes or like uh if i've done something wrong and then maybe like i get told about it then i'm overthinking 
why am I like a not like a bad person but like have I messed up too badly here I don't know but I do overthink things but I, I can't think of an example a good example right now do you overthink when you're writing sometimes like you feel like you get writer's block or you're you're stuck on something and you, you like scratch a chapter or scratch a page and you just you just feel like you can't get it right like you feel like you 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 I don't know can't move on correctly with a story that feels satisfying to you Thankfully, that doesn't usually happen to oh, me. Oh, that's good. I'm that's usually good. very, like, good with my writing. Like, I know what, what I want to happen, but there are sometimes I'll be writing and then, like, I'll just stop thinking, what should I write next? Like, what should right. be the next sentence? I don't have, but it doesn't usually last that long, so it's fine. What was, what was the hardest book for you to write out of your um, five books? I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> maybe... The sequel to Protected by the Boss, which is called Everlasting Love, because uh, it was like, see, the first one had been like pretty popular. So it was like a bit of pressure on me to like, you know, write this one well. And I was thinking, will people like this one as much? So I suppose that was maybe a little bit of pressure and it was maybe the hardest one to write. But otherwise, I don't really have too much difficulty, really. I suppose I just love writing and I find it really fun, so... I'm about to open up um, Amazon right now and try and look for one of your books. Which one do you would, do you recommend to me after talking with me for about 50 minutes here? What do you think I'd um, like? I don't know. Maybe the robot's heart. It's called the robot's heart. It's all about the robots. Or the other one is the rehabilitated. My mom has said that they're those two are her favorites. So <laughs> I don't know if that says. Oh, I see that right here. The rehabilitated. Yeah, it's like uh, a zombie. For months. So Kindle is just kind of like what it what Kindle edition? That's like an ebook thing. Hold on. I'm, I want to try and buy a paperback book here. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. The, Protected by the boss. Is that that's the one? Oh, the, you said that this was the one, the sequel to Protected by the Boss was the one that was a little bit more difficult for you, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Protected by the boss. Oh, you know what? I didn't read this one. I, I kind of I, I'm gonna read this. <laughs> this uh little intro here her only way out is the oh by the way this is my job interview um if i do a good job reading this you can give me the okay to read one of your your novels here on my show let's see <clears throat> i'm gonna try and read here <clears throat> her only way out is the mafia boss who'd kill for her roy sin's boyfriend did i say that right roy oh, sin's Roshin. Oh, Roshin's boyfriend, Mateo, is a cruel and ruthless killer. When she catches the eye of his handsome boss, Antonio, things take a turn for the worse. Mateo becomes jealous, possessive, and even stalks her. She wants to escape back home to Ireland, but her sadistic boyfriend will follow her anywhere. This is kind of good. Antonio comes up with a proposition offering her a safe place to stay where she'll be far from her stalker. Roishin will have to trust that Antonio will protect her. Her everything that Mateo isn't. Caring, thoughtful, sharing, and puts Roishin's needs first. Day by day, she finds her attraction towards him growing. But how long will she be able to hide Mateo before he finds her? And how will Roishin deal with the dangers of being associated with the mafia? How was that? 200, 208 pages. I could read this. <laughs> I, I think I'm I think I'm gonna that looks that seems kind of interesting. Let's see. But the robot one, where is this? Uh, a robot's heart. So what uh um what's this called? Protected by the boss. What 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 is that? A drama? Like a mafia romance, probably. 
there is drama in it, obviously. And robots are are are, are most of these all romance books? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love romance. So. Everlasting love. And why is that? Do you feel like, like, is that just what comes to mind? And it's just kind of a coincidence. Why I see it's kind of cool here how all like the first three books here up for sale are all like in the shape of a heart. It's like they all they're all kind of connected in a way. Mm -hmm. Do you ever like to think that all of your stories are kind of like in the same universe? Like it's fucking Marvel or Star Wars? I do actually wonder what I do one where they like go across universes and meet the characters like from the different books. So that might happen at some point. I don't know. Oh, that'd be that'd be sick. Yeah. But I mean, they can't really be in the same universe because one of them has zombies. And then like there's well, I suppose robots could be in the same universe as the mafia one, but robot zombies in the mafia. <laughs> well, that'd be funny. Let's see. Yeah, I think mm, robot the robot heart is um would it be less violent than the protected by the boss <laughs> protected by the boss seems like there'd be some action in it let's see why can't oh, i open why can't i open this up oh no buy now one click i don't want the kindle edition though i want oh i don't have it yet in paperback what's that what's that you kind of cut out for a second i don't have the robot one in paperback yet Oh, so I can only on get it. this on Kindle, eh? At the moment, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe we'll start with Protected by the Boss. I saw when I, I read the Rehabilitated, and that one kind of came off as like COVID vibes. Mm. Can it what it hold on? The Rehabilitated. So is the second outbreak the sequel to the Rehabilitated? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Let's see the Rehabilitated. Oh, look at the stars. I'm about to put you on blast. <laughs> you have no, there's no star. Nobody's rated a robot's heart yet. You no. got, but you got, you got five stars for the second outbreak. Best. Uh, then you got three and a half stars yeah. for the rehabilitate. That's good though. That's, that's, Thank that's you. good. And then you're, oh, protected by the bosses, four stars. Oh. oh, everlasting love. I you know, it feels like you haven't really talked about that. Oh, protected by the boss too. See, I thought that was your first book, but no, it's just because of the order it's in here. Oh, that order is really weird. Like the order I wrote to him was three rehabilitated. That was published January twenty twenty one. Then protected by the boss was February twenty twenty one. Um, what was the next? Oh, second outbreak. I think that was June twenty twenty one. Then. In Everlasting Love was September 2021, and then Our Robot's Heart was by Rev this year. Oh, wow. Fresh off the fucking presser. Yeah. <laughs> this month. Um, is Tony Anthony in the story of Protected by the Boss? Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Because I just ruined the story for me by looking at the info for the second one. Okay. Tony has been shot. <laughs> my heart is I'm like, hold on i don't know if i have the story well maybe he's not dead you know so maybe he's just maybe he's just shot oh uh, you know what no i take it back i take it back <laughs> tony has been shot my heart has been beating so fast i feel like it's going to explode at any second he could be in critical condition y'all ah you, i see what you did there you, you got me uh it's a little cliffhanger ah <laughs> is he gonna die is he gonna be okay let's see I think I'm going to do protected by the boss. I'm going to make a little, I'm going to make a little, 
I'll make time to read this. And this will be the this will be the first book I fucking read <laughs> in years, dude. I'm trying to so I could get this paper back, eh? Yeah. That's cool. It's an honor to have you uh have a you're my first author on oh, this wow. show. That's really cool. And put this on and then I'm a I'm a fucking um promote the shit out of this as much as awesome. I can. Get you do you guys have free healthcare in Ireland? Yes. <laughs> So well, I don't you, know about down south, but in north, the north we do because we're like part of the UK. Hopefully it will stay that way. So when you walk me through that. So when you fucked your foot up, like, did you go to the ER? Did you go to the no. hospital? <laughs> you, you just, you're like, ah, we'll be all right. Just sleep on it. Well, I said like to my mom, I was like, if it's still bad on Monday, then I'll go to the hospital. But like, it's pretty much, well, it's not fully better now because it's still bruised and like sore, but it's like a lot better now. So I just didn't go. But when I was a kid, if I like fell or hurt myself, I would just go to the hospital because I was Man. like, oh, "This is really bad. This is really bad." I was like, really like dramatic. Maybe is the word. Right. Uh, I'm like catastrophize everything. Because <laughs> I'm not as bad now. I'm like, I'll leave it a few days, and then if it's still bad, I'll go. Man, here in America, it's the culture is just like you could be almost dead and it, don't but don't you dare call me an ambulance because i'm gonna be oh, in no. debt for the rest of my life if you do that and mm-hmm. i was like telling a funny story to one of my high school buddies a while back i i broke my arm once and i had to uh like my high school was just right down the street from the hospital mm-hmm. and i fucked my arm up it, so bad it hurt and that i couldn't oh, like no. stand and I was like, yeah, give me an ambulance. But at the time, I didn't know how expensive it would be, this and that. Mm-hmm. And like weeks later, my mom's like yelling at me, like, I'm still paying oh, no. for your ambulance bill. And now like now that I'm older and like understand it, I was like, get your bitch ass up. Like, <laughs> but it, it was so long ago. I don't remember the pain. So I have mm-hmm. to kind of just like take my word for it. Like, yeah, dude, that fucking hurt so bad. I could not stand. My arm was all twisted yeah. and shit. But it's like, oh. Man, it's your arm. You don't need your arms to stand up and walk, but oh man, I don't know. <laughs> All right. But uh yeah, anything else you'd want to say to this to uh the cult, my podcast here, anything you want to leave off on? I feel like I I feel like I'm 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 all out. Um I suppose you can find my books on Amazon uh and then I'm on Twitter at Megan Dara 3. It's from Megan Dara Books, Facebook Megan Dara Books. And then I also have a YouTube channel, which is Megan's Musings, where I do like book reviews and talk a bit about my books. There we go. Megan, the author from Ireland, guys. Uh, hopefully I will get those books and read them out. And well, you know what? Now that I think about it, don't, don't you think you're kind of losing business if I read these books? Because then people won't awesome. buy the books they'll just kind of listen to it now i feel like i shouldn't do it maybe i should just buy it and just read it <laughs> to myself and talk about it i, I mean, don't know you read like the first five chapters or something oh yeah get get people like into like, it people, ah. people buy the rest maybe that's like business a business <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you dara thank you or thank you megan dara right <laughs> pronounce all right yeah dara? <laughs> Oh man, nice meeting you. Nice. It's always nice to talk to people who Thanks. are into the arts. I will um 